The Productive Woman, Episode 429. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Well, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. In this episode, we're going to talk about setting goals. You'll find more information and links to some resources I mentioned in the episode all in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 429. This episode is brought to you by Calm. And I wonder, are you already only halfway listening to this podcast? It's time to tune in. I would love it if you would take just a second to be mindful of how you feel right at this moment. Just take a pause for a second, take a deep breath, and ask yourself, what is top of mind for you? And if you're feeling stressed or anxious, I want you to keep listening so I can tell you about Calm. I am so glad to be partnering this year with Calm, which is the number one mental wellness app to help give you the tools that improve the way you feel. Calm can help you stress less, sleep more, and live a happier, healthier life. Their guided meditations, their sleep stories, their relaxing or energizing, depending on what you need, music tracks, and daily movement sessions are all designed to give you the tools to improve the way you feel. And over 100 million people around the world use Calm, and that includes me. Even if you've never meditated before, Calm offers the support you need to help reduce your stress, improve your focus, and lift up your mood. Their sleep stories help you drift off quickly to recharge your brain, and we all need that. They're also great for getting kids to calm their minds at night because they have sleep stories that are specifically for kids. And when you use those, you can rest assured that your kids are getting the sleep they need. If you go to calm.com slash TPW, you can take advantage of a special offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription. That's the one that I use, that I pay for it myself. Uh, And I love the fact that they add new content every week. So you can relax because Calm's got everything you need for a happier and healthier you. On days when I'm particularly stressed or anxious, Calm's guided meditations or its soundscape music tracks can really help me to sort of slow down, calm down, and get focused back in the moment. And they have such a variety of them, of various lengths, depending on how much time you have, and they target different situations. For instance, I recently noticed a set of meditations specifically designed for helping you prepare for a meeting you might be stressed about. And they have another set of guided meditations that are designed to help energize you in the morning. Really, anything I need in terms of my mental well-being, Calm offers resources that can help. And I think you could find that there as well. And as I said, for listeners of this podcast, Calm is offering an exclusive offer of 40% off their premium subscription at calm.com slash TPW. That's calm, C-A-L-M dot com slash tpw for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. 
So let's get into our topic. I've been thinking about this a lot as we're starting out this new year. A lot of us have been thinking about our goals for the coming year. You may have started back in November or December thinking about it, or maybe you're just now thinking, oh, maybe I should set some goals for this year if I want to be you know, a productive woman. We've talked about goal setting in the past on this podcast. You can check out episodes 223, 285. 379 and a whole series on goal setting way, way back at the beginning of The Productive Woman in episodes four, five, and six. And I'll put links to those in the show notes in case you want to check those out for more ideas on goal setting. But it's been a while since we talked about the basics of goal setting. So honestly, for my sake, as much as yours, I thought I would do a little refresher on setting goals that are meaningful and help us move forward in our productive life. So what is a goal? If we're going to get down to the basics, let's start with what is a goal? What does the word mean? The Oxford Dictionary defines a goal as the object of a person's ambition or effort an aim or desired result. And I like that. It's the object of your ambition or your effort. And that word effort comes up more than once in definitions of the word goal. Dictionary.com defines a goal as the result or achievement toward which effort is directed, an aim or an end. So it's something we're targeting, something we're trying to reach. That's what a goal is. I'm not a a sporty type of person, but it's sort of helpful to me and maybe to you to think of the word goal in terms of a sports analogy, where the goal is the target, the place you're trying to get the ball in order to score a point. So on the soccer field, for instance, or in the hockey rink, the goal gives the players a point of focus for what they're doing out there. We're trying to get this ball or this puck into the goal. Uh, Another definition that I really liked was from an article called Importance of Goal Setting, and I will link to that in the show notes as well. And that article says, a goal is an object or an aim that we wish to achieve through action. And I really like this, along with the, the other ones where it refers to effort, where we're directing our effort. A goal is something that we want to achieve through action. It guides what we do by providing a target or a focus. And so that's what a goal is. When I'm talking about setting a goal, that's what I'm really thinking about. It's it's something we can focus our effort and our action on achieving. So why do we set goals? What is the benefit of them? We often think about it at the beginning of the year or, you know, at the end of the year, looking ahead to the next year. Why do we do it? What benefit do we get from having set goals? Well, first of all, as we've kind of seen in the definitions, goals provide focus for our energy, our attention, and our action each day. When we set goals, whether we're setting a goal for the day for a year, or for our life, we're being proactive. We are choosing intentionally rather than simply wandering through our days, reacting to whatever the world throws at us. Goals are what can make our activity productive and purposeful. 
uh, which is really the difference between being busy and being productive. When we have purpose to what we're doing and we're consciously aware of that. And I think all of this is true, whether you sit down and have a formal goal setting session where you go through the process that we'll talk about here in a minute, or if you just, you know, think about it in the morning over your first cup of coffee, what do I want to accomplish today? When you are doing that, you know, you sit down and you write your list of the the three, four, five things or whatever, however many more that you want to have accomplished by the time the day ends, you are setting goals, little mini goals for that day. This is, this is who I want to be in the world today. I want to be the person who checks these things off my list because hopefully they add value to my life or the lives of people that I care about. So setting goals provides focus for what we do throughout the day, for where we put our energy and our attention and what actions we take. Goals also provide motivation, both as a target, uh, something we're moving toward, and also as we see our progress toward them, we start to build momentum and we get motivated to keep going as we see ourselves progressing towards achieving whatever goal we've sent. One article I read uh, said it this way, why are goals important? Simply put, they allow you to focus your attention on an objective and measure your progress along the way. That's what's useful about goals. They give us a target to shoot for and a way to see how we're doing, I guess. The same article, which again, I will link to in the show notes, this one's called Five Reasons Why You Should Set Goals. It also says this, the real value of setting goals is the focus it affords you in a world otherwise chock full of distractions. With a clear idea of your objectives, you'll have more capacity to home in on your target. And if you veer off course, you'll have your goals written down to help bring you back to center. And I I really like that. And I don't want to sort of skip over the point they make in the last sentence there is when you have written your goals down, it gives you something to come back to when you start wandering off course you can come back to to your written down goals, whether it's in a notebook somewhere, in a file on your computer, or posted on you know, your bathroom mirror, wherever you have them, it's a place to come back to, to sort of steer you back to where you wanted to go when you were thinking about it intentionally. And the other value of setting goals is simply the thought you put into it, the intentionality of it, I guess. And another article that I read called Seven Reasons You Should Set Goals uh, had this to say, and I really like this, that all things are created twice, first in the mind, then in the physical world. And the article goes on to say, the mental creation happens when you set your goals. The physical creation happens when you work on your goal and bring it to life. Without the mental creation, the physical can't happen. When you set goals, you kick off the very first step to making your dreams happen, after which the next steps will follow suit. You know, that really made me kind of pause and think for a minute because it's really true. The first step toward achieving our goals is identifying what our goals are. The first step to making our dreams come true 
is identifying in our mind what is that dream and then what are the steps I need to take to make that dream come true. And so there's a lot of value in setting goals. Again, whether you do it formally in this process we're going to talk about for a few minutes here, or if you just do it you know, in your thinking when you're driving somewhere, when you're sitting and sipping some tea or sitting on your back porch, enjoying the nice weather or anything like that. And you give some thought to what do I want to do next? Uh, Whatever process you use, there is value in setting goals because you, you start to envision something that then you can take action to bring into reality. And so this, the process for setting goals can be pretty straightforward if we want to follow kind of a formal process. The f- for me, the first step is to purposely keep your values in mind. Think about, before you start thinking about what am I going to do, start thinking about what's most important to me, what matters most in my life. Um, and as you then look at potential goals that you want to set for yourself, you can measure it against whatever it is you've said you value. Does this goal reflect that value? And as part of this process or this step in the process, consider that big picture. What kind of life do you want? Who do you want to be in the world? And then ask yourself, what kinds of things does that kind of person do? What kinds of goals would she have? If that, if this is the person I want to be in the world, I want to be, so for me, I want to be a person who is kind, who thinks of other people, who stays calm and serene. And, and th- this is one I have to work on. Uh, you know, those are some of the things that matter to me. This make, makes a difference, a positive difference in the lives of the people I'm around. If that's the kind of person I want to be, what kinds of actions would that person take? Because that will help me identify goals and areas to work on in my own life. So start with, you know, just a little bit of thinking about what matters most to you. What are your most important and most treasured values as a human being? And from there, you can start to daydream a little bit. To me, that's the next step as you're thinking about what you value and the kind of life you want to have and the kind of person that you want to be in the world. Then you can start daydreaming a little bit. What, what could I do to create that life and to be that person? And there's lots of ways to think of that question or to articulate those questions. If money and time were no object, what would you do? What would you do with your time next week, next month, this year? Another way to look at it is what would your ideal life be like? Um, And what would you need to create that life? As you're doing this daydreaming, um, consider all aspects of your life. So your professional life, the relationships in your life, your health and well-being, all these different areas, your your role as a citizen of your country and of the world. What, whatever areas are important to you, consider those and think about what could I do in that area of my life 
to, to move myself toward the kind of life I want to have and the kind of person I want to be. And while you're doing this daydreaming and brainstorming, write all this down, uh, whether it's journaling in sentences or just kind of making a list of whatever comes to mind. Don't censor yourself at this early stage, but just everything that comes to mind uh, as a goal or a a thing you might want to do in the coming months or the coming years and get it all on paper so you can look at it and see what you've got there. And then the next step is where you start to narrow it down a little bit. You've created this list of possibilities of goals you could pursue, actions you could take, objectives you could work toward. And once you have this list, Spend a little time looking at it, again, with your values and priorities in mind, and look at which ones kind of really speak to you and really jump out at you as something you really would like to work on now. Um, And as you identify those, maybe circle them on your list or, or start another list on another piece of paper where you write those down and you kind of look at them and think about how does this fit into what I've said matters most to me? And how would this move me more towards the life I want and the person I want to be? Write those down, ask those questions and ask yourself for each one, why this one? Why is this one kind of speaking to me right now? And, And why would I want to work on it now? Why is it a good thing to to work toward now. There are no wrong or right answers, I think, to these questions. It's just a question of whether you like the answer you're giving. If the answer is, well, I think my husband would like it if I did this. Well, that might or might not be a good answer. Um, you know, consider how you feel about that answer. The, the, the best kinds of goals are things that are meaningful to us as individuals, that we have a, a reason we like why we want to pursue them. And remember also, as you're doing this, you may have come up with a long list of things you'd like to do someday or, you know, potential goals to work on now, but you don't have to work on everything at once. The idea here is to commit a certain amount of time, a certain period of time, to focusing your energy and your attention on just a small handful of goals. If we try to do a major life overhaul and sort of change everything and work on, you know, a a bunch of different goals all at the same time, we're diffusing our our energy and our attention and we're not going to progress as quickly as if we really choose carefully and thoughtfully one, two, maybe three goals, main goals to be working on. And so you you set a period of time where this is what I'm going to focus on, say, for the next 90 days. And you're going to really pay attention to these two or three things, two or three goals that you're going to set for yourself in whatever areas of your life they apply to. And that will give you, you know, if you, if you choose 90 days, it gives us a period of time to develop some habits that will really keep us going uh, after the 90-day period is, is passed. And then we can, for the next 90-day period, we will be able to add some others. Not now doesn't mean never. 
uh, when we've made this big long list of potential goals, potential actions, potential objectives, whatever word you want to use to describe it, we can't do everything at once, right? Most of us have uh, commitments and and energy and attention and time are all finite resources and we can't do everything at once. But we can set aside the others for now, knowing that we can come back to them later. So we've considered what our values and our priorities are. We've daydreamed and brainstormed a list of possibilities in different areas of our life. And then we've started to narrow them down to two, three, whatever number makes sense for you in the stage of life that you're at and the amount of energy and time that you have to focus on them. But I encourage you and and myself to, to keep the list short. Then once you've started narrowing down to that two or three or whatever number of goals that you want to focus on now, then you can start to crystallize those goals. And you want to start by stating them in positive and really precise terms. So instead of, you know, I want to start a blog, maybe you're going to phrase it in, I will launch my blog by a certain date. Uh, Maybe instead of, I want to travel more, uh, you're going to say, I will take a three-week trip to Australia with my family or, you know, with two friends, depends on on what your your objective is here, in uh, November of this year. Or I will submit my novel to three agents or three publishers by such and such date. Or I will eat six fruits and vegetables each day for the next six weeks. So you're you're stating them, those are examples that I just sort of dreamed up, but you're stating them positively. I will do this. And you're stating them pretty precisely. Um, I will call or email one new client prospect each weekday in February. That would be another way of, of articulating a particular kind of goal if one of your long-term objectives is to build your business or build your client roster. So that sort of thing. But you want to state them in positive terms. And as you create or choose goals, I think it's important for most of us to try to, in most cases, favor what I would call process goals rather than outcome goals. And a process goal is something you're going to do. An outcome goal is more in terms of a result that you want. And I think we have more control over process type goals. And success in achieving a goal is more likely when it's structured around what you can control. You can control your own behavior, whereas you may not be able to control the result. The example that always comes to my mind is I can't control whether a publisher buys a book that I write, but I can control whether I write every day for some period of time. So my behavior is within my control. And most of the time, we're going to be more likely to be successful if we phrase our goals in terms of things we can control. So, you know, uh, like a lot of times the big long-term goals 
are outcome based. Maybe we, you know, the long term goal is I want to lose 50 pounds, or I want to publish a book, or I want to own my dream house in the country, or I want to earn a PhD or an MD or, you know, some other advanced degree, or I want to start X business and, you know, qu- quit my day job and, and make a living at such and such business. Those are kind of bigger, longer term goals with lots of steps to get there. And a lot of times those are outcome-based. They're written in terms of the result we want. Whereas the, the smaller short-term goals that make those up should be, I think, most of the time process-based because they are going to be defined in terms of things that we do, our actions, which we can control. So if my long-term goal is to lose 50 pounds, my short-term goal might be to track my food intake each day, to write it down, to keep a, a food log every day for the next 90 days, to see what I'm eating, to be more conscious about what I'm eating. That will move me in the direction of that long-term goal, but it's something uh, that is absolutely within my control that I can do that. Or another one related to the losing weight or getting healthier. Maybe my short-term goal is uh, for the next three weeks, I will do at least 20 minutes of activity each day, something that makes gets my breath going and my heart rate up. Or if my goal is to publish a book someday, maybe my, my short-term goal will be to write for 10 minutes every day or write 250 words each day, depending on how you want to structure that. If my long-term goal is to be able to buy my dream house on, you know, 100 acres out in the country, maybe my short-term goal is for the next six months, I'll put $200 a month into a house savings account. These are all pretty small, but they're all within my control. I can decide whether I'm going to do these things. If my long-term goal is to earn a PhD or an MD, uh, then maybe my short-term goal for the next two weeks, I will spend X amount of time researching PhD programs at schools or identifying scholarship opportunities, if that's uh, something that will help me move towards that longer term goal. These are all actions that I can control. Whether I get to the result I want long term, I may not have 100% of control over that, but I can control what I do in these specific areas. So set those goals in that way. Think about process goals, uh, goals that are structured around what you can actually control rather than a, a result that may depend on other people's decisions. And then as you create these goals, the long-term goals, the, the mid-term goals, you're going to break them down into milestones. So for each big long-term goal, spend a little time brainstorming all the steps that it will take to achieve that goal. What do you need to do to lose that 50 pounds, to uh, earn that PhD, to get that business launched and earning an income for you? Every little step you can think of And what are the actions you need to take? What are the resources you're going to need in order to accomplish that, that long-term goal? And by resources, I mean anything. What, what people, 
will you need to get on board? What materials or equipment will you need in order to do whatever this goal is? What skills will you need to have? What knowledge will you need to have? And on those, all of those things, think about, you know, make the list of I'm going to need these resources in order to accomplish this goal. And then look at them and think, all right, which of these do I already have? I might have some of the materials I need or some of the equipment. I might have a helper, a person who uh, can either help me or mentor me. I might have these three skills, but the other four skills that I need to accomplish this goal, I don't have yet. Uh, I have some of the knowledge I need, but not all of it. You know, you kind of identify what you need then figure out which ones of those things do I already have? And can I get those assembled? Maybe that's one of the first tasks is to assemble those materials or meet with those people, et cetera. Which of those resources do I need to acquire and where am I going to acquire them? And write all this down. These are all going to be steps in the process of achieving that goal. And so you're going to brainstorm these lists and you just what, write it all down as it comes to you in no particular order, because then the next step after you've brainstormed all the steps, all the things you need to do, all the resources you're going to need, et cetera, then you start organizing them roughly in the order that you think you're going to need to do them. Maybe the first step is I need to um, get a mentor to help me with this, someone who's already done this thing that I've set as a goal for myself. And so maybe one of the first steps is to reach out to someone you know that you've already identified that could maybe serve as a mentor. So you put all these various steps in roughly in the order that you think will need to be done first and what's next and so on. But don't get too bogged down with trying to create the perfect order. Sometimes you just got to pick something and start, and then you figure out what's next as you go. As you're thinking about all of this, what are the main milestones toward accomplishing the big goal and when will you accomplish them? And get those on your calendar with a reminder to ping you to keep you focused. So if you're wanting to earn a PhD in your field because it's going to help with career advancement, you think about what are the main milestones? Well, I need to I need to apply. That's you know, I mean the the ultimate goal is walking in graduation and earning that PhD. And you can maybe count backwards from that. Well, that'll take this many years to get there. And, you know, what comes right before that? Maybe it's defending your dissertation or whatever. But you put those kind of major milestones. The first thing you're going to have to do is identify programs, decide which ones to apply to, actually apply, you know, get enrolled, et cetera. Think about what are those kind of main milestones toward that goal that you've set for yourself and think about, all right, when am I going to accomplish them? How much time am I going to give myself to research programs? And when am I going to make a decision about which to apply to, et cetera, and get those on your calendar. And I think it's really important at this point to identify one simple, small step that you can take right away to get started and to get that momentum going, whatever your goal might be. As you are formulating your goals, you know, consider the, that SMART formulation that lots of people talk about, and we've talked about in the past on this podcast, creating SMART goals, and SMART being an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, achievable, 
relevant, and time-bound, S-M-A-R-T. So a a goal to be a a really good goal to have a high level of success, I guess, should be specific. So not just, my goal isn't just to get healthier, but my goal is to reduce my blood pressure to a healthier, to, to whatever number the doctor says it should be at. Or maybe my goal is instead of just get healthier and get more fit, is to increase my stamina enough to be able to jog a 5K, whatever that might be. Measurable. It's got to be measurable. How will you know when you've achieved it? And it needs to be achievable. It needs to be within the realm of possibility for you, but maybe a stretch. So for you know, the example I always think of is I'm never going to be an NBA basketball player. I am five foot four. And I'm a 62-year-old woman. So that's not within the realm of possibility for me. However, I could set a goal of learning to do free throws and, you know, just in my backyard. And so maybe one of the steps is to get my husband to to hang a a basketball hoop for me, if that was a goal I wanted. So a goal should be somewhere within the realm of possibility for you. It should be relevant to your stage of life to your values and your priorities, and it should be time-bound. And by that, it means set deadlines or allocations of time, whether it's I'm going to accomplish this goal by December 31st of this year, or I'm going to spend three times a week doing this thing or 15 minutes a day. But there should be a time boundary around it. So a simple example, I guess, as we think about setting goals uh, and and going through this process, I have a goal uh, to retire from my legal practice by May 10th of 2025. So a little over two years from now. And as I sort of brainstormed what that meant and what it was going to take to get there to achieve that, I thought about the, there are going to be financial components of that to make sure that we're in a position financially for that to happen. And so some of the steps might be to meet with our financial advisor to kind of verify where we are financially, what savings and investments we need to have in order for me to retire as of that date. Maybe we're going to need to update our annual or monthly savings plan to set aside more money. Uh, A step might be to reevaluate our recurring expenses like subscriptions and services and things and our overall budget to make sure that we're setting aside enough money and we're getting our monthly budget, our annual budget down to within what we can live off of when retirement comes. Uh, So those are a couple of the things. There are also, in addition to the financial components of preparing to retire, I think of components related to my legal practice. I'll need to be spending some time figuring out in the next two years how to transition my clients to other counsel, Uh, evaluating and archiving and disposing of paperwork and client records and those sorts of things, and of the equipment that I've gathered that I use for my legal practice. So, you know, those are a few of the things that came to mind as I was thinking about what has to happen in order for me to achieve this long-term goal. 
And then personal components of this particular one, uh, spending some time thinking about what am I going to want to do with my time after I retire? So those are a few of the things that as I was brainstorming the elements or the things that need to happen or decisions that need to be made in order for me to achieve this this long-term goal two and a half years out, And I will go from there into more specific and smaller steps and milestones of, all right, when am I going to meet with the financial advisor and who can I talk to, to learn how you transition clients and all those sorts of things, the knowledge that I'm going to have. So that's an example of following that process. And at the end of it all, as you've identified the goal, you've broken out all the steps, then you turn them into tasks and you commit to specific times to work on them. Remember that a goal is something we are taking action to achieve. And action means individual tasks, whether it's a phone call or whatever it might be, figuring out what those tasks are, getting them on our to-do list and onto our calendar as to when we're actually going to take those actions. We'll talk more in coming weeks about achieving the goals that we've set for ourselves. But at the end of the day, I think that it's a valuable conversation to have, something important to think about. Setting goals can be a really important component of living a productive life. The goals we pursue should be meaningful to us, not things that we've just sort of passively accepted that that society or someone else in our life thinks that we should achieve. And we can follow whatever process works for us. But what we have to do is to take action once we've identified them. So those are a few thoughts that I have on this subject. I'd love to know what you think. Have you set any goals for yourself this year, whether big ones, long-term or or small for, you know, tomorrow? Uh, Do you want to share what any of those are, what process you follow? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, questions you have about the process of setting and achieving goals that we can talk about in the coming episodes. You can share all that in the comments section of the show notes for this episode, which you'll find at theproductivewoman.com slash 429, or post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. If you're a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, that's a great place where we can share our goals with each other, our questions about how to achieve them, look for someone to help hold us accountable or to encourage us, and um, just keep that conversation going. As always, if you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, you can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. And I'd love to hear from you. Before we go, remember that Calm, our sponsor, is offering that exclusive offer of 40% off their premium subscription. Just go to calm.com slash TPW to learn more. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash TPW for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. And that is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. As always, I am so grateful to you for spending this time with me. I hope you felt like it was worthwhile. And I look forward to talking with you again soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other, even in your goal-setting process and to yourself, and go make your life matter. 